JD Talking Sports, Tuesday, January 24th, 2017. That's JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also on iTunes. Find me there. Write an opinion. Write your review. Tell me anything you want. Love to hear from you. Now, this time of year is more of a malaise. You know, we had the championship games that are over. College basketball still has almost a dozen games. We, we, we have a while till March Madness. We still have all of February. We still got January. Got the Pro Bowl this week that nobody really cares about. NBA, it's kind of like that lull. You know, people get into press. Football's already over. Well, you do have Senior Bowl practice this week, and some people love watching that. I'm sorry, the Reese's Senior Bowl. But we get excited for those things. Yeah, we, we can get excited. Those are things we can get kind of jacked up for, right? Right? Senior Bowl practices. Now, what do you think about this? JPP has his eyes set. He wants the five. He wants in, you know, he's looking at the kind of Olivier Vernon, Vernon deal, the five-year, $85 million deal that he got last year. Seven sacks, played 12 games. Then at a sports tournament, missed the last game, missed the playoff game too. He would have made it back for the divisional round if they would have beaten the Packers, which they didn't. Seven sacks, eight pass defenses, three forced fumbles, scored a teach. Touchdown on a fumble recovery, 35 tackles, 18 assists. Is he worth that money? Now, a couple years ago, I would say yes. He did prove that he can play with a blown-off finger. He did play with that club. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to give him that kind of money. If not, GPP may be looking to play somewhere else. He says he doesn't want to play on the one-year franchise tag, but if they offer him that, is he going to take it or is he going to sit out a year? He's going to he's going to take the franchise tag. He's going to play. I guess we're going to see how that's going to play out. That's a lot of money. I don't know. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think the Giants are going to give him that much money. We shall see. Hey, it could be the Jets. Jets still don't have an offensive coordinator. They interviewed wide receiver coach of the Saints, John Morden. He was the he was the USC offensive coordinator. He also worked under Payton with the Saints and Harbaugh with the Niners. And also the ex-Texans offensive coordinator, George Godsey, who was, well, they mutually parted, is what they said, after the playoff loss to the Pats in the divisional round. Now, Godsey was stripped of play calling after the third game this season. Now, this is the thing. Texans this year, 29th in total offense, 28th in scoring offense, and 31st in red zone offense. All I know is that Brooke Osweiler, that was your quarterback. He had a terrible... Hey, they made the playoffs. They went 9-7. and seven, Better year than the Jets. If, if they're looking for a guy who was a play caller, experiences of offensive coordinator, worked with quarterbacks, sure. Pickings are lean. Also, you have to worry. There's a competition out there. Browns need an offensive coordinator. The Rams, the Niners, and the Falcons. Kyle Shanahan is going to take the Niners job, they said. They got to get somebody in there. And I think a lot of people are looking at the Jets. They're going to have to go with a guy like Morden or somebody outside the box because you have Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg. And that's it. That's all you got. That's what you have. That, that's what that that's slim, slim pickings this year. And uh, Knicks won last night, 109-103, improved to 20 and 26. They play tomorrow at the Mavs, who are 15 and 29. They won in Indiana. They haven't won there in nine. They're not. This was nine. Nine previous trips, they'd got a little bit of a bagel. Yeah, that means zero. Win nada. Nunca. Well, not nunca, but not in a while. 
They were actually up 17 to the third. They scored two points in the fourth quarter in almost seven minutes. You had Porzingis who started off. He missed his first six shots, two turnovers in the first 10 minutes. And this is the thing. The Knicks in close games in the final two minutes, that's a game that's within five points. Going into Monday, Anthony was 9 of 30. Rose was 9 of 23, and Porzingis was 7 of 14. Carmelo did hit a game, uh, shot, shot at the end, scored a couple of points at the end of the game. Finished with a team-high 26. Rose had 20. Hernan Gomez had 14 points, 10 rebounds. Second double-double in the last three games. He scored 10 of his 14 points in the second quarter. Paul George led the Pacers with 31 points, 7 rebounds. Pacers are 22 and 22. And I don't know. You see, I don't buy jerseys, but Porzingis is number jersey, number seven in jersey sales. Rose is number 10. Carmelo's 15th. Knicks are fifth in merchandise sales. Of course, they're the biggest city. Golden State's number one. Cavs two. Lakers three, which I was like. So the big markets, the Bulls four. And the top six jerseys, Curry's number one. James, number two. LeBron's number two. Katie, number three. Kyrie Irvin, number four, which Westbrook five and Dwayne Wade, six. So Porzingis is behind those big names. Pretty impressive. You're talking about national. Okay, he's got a ring. James has got three. Katie has zip. Kyrie has one. Westbrook has none. And then Wade has three. Right? Yeah, three. All right. Knicks almost almost give that game away. But they got the win. Hey, they're 20-26. I, I don't want them to make the playoffs, so I want them to keep losing. That's just me. Let's just keep it going the way it is. Now, the Mets said they are going to play Jay Bruce as the everyday right fielder to start the season, per the New York, New York Post. All right. You know, he, he did not. He had, a, he had a good week. He went into a little hot streak at the end of the season. We'll see. How many games is that going to give him? They're going to give him maybe seven, eight, two weeks, 20 games? Got to give him some time, man. Got to give him some time. And uh, I watched uh, Otis Livingston, CBS Sports today, and Matt Harvey was thrown off the mound and looked good. Uh, I'd love him to have. I love watching him pitch. He's the kind of guy you don't want to miss. You, you don't want to miss Cespedes, Cespedes up at bat. Gary Sanchez didn't want to miss in that bat. Those are the guys, the guys you like watching. And I, I love. I would love to see uh, Harvey have a good season. The Dark Knight. And I was saying, how come uh, Karis Levert didn't play last night? Well, he was rested. He's kind of young to be rested, don't you think? I, I, they, they, they seem to be arresting everybody these days. Well, they lost one twelve eighty six. And the Spurs played without Paul Gasol injured. Tony Parker rested. Uh, Kawhi Leonard hurt his wrist. They were, and Manu, Manu Ginobili was out with injuries. And they still beat them by 26. Spurs 35-9. Nets 9-35. and 35. Isaiah Whitehead. That's what I thought last night. Was a, it was a career high. 19 points last night. Nets had 14 assists, 16 turnovers. Shot f- 40% from the field. 5 or 25 from 3. Spurs have set all these players out. Spurs still have seven players in double figures, 47% from the field, nine for 22 from three. And point guard Spencer Didwittle, six straight start. He had 13 points on six of nine shooting. You know, you know what? Young guys are getting experience, and that's it can't be a bad thing, right? Young guys getting some playing time? I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Golden State, though, lost last night in Miami. Dion Waiters, who's averaging a little almost 15 points a game, he had 33. Hit a game-winning three over Clay Thompson with 0.6 seconds left. They lost in Miami, 105-102. Ends a seven-game winning streak. Golden State falls to 38-7. and Heat are 15-30. and Clay Thompson shot 8 for 18. Curry, 7 for 19. 
they're talking about how there was an article uh, in the Times I read that, you know, they're not as good as last year. They've lost seven this year. They lost nine in total last year. They have an 844 winning percentage. They're scoring 116 points per every 100 possessions, which is up from 114.5 last year. Their, their points per game, about the same, 103, 104, 104 points a game. Their three-pointers are even up, percentages up, even this year from last year. And KD is averaging 26 points, nine rebounds, five assists, and over 54% from the field. He keeps it up. That'll be a career high. I, you know, okay, now saying Curry, he's only 40% on threes, which would be a career low. And he's shooting 12% of his shots from the dreaded long two, which is considered the worst shot on the floor. But for Curry, there is no worst shot on the floor, up from 8% last year. I love all these stats. I'm always, you know, I'm like, okay. Guys, they have a new dynamic in this year. They lost some of their role players, their bench players. It's a different team this year. And they're still 38-7. and seven. It's like, man, you know, I mean, if you polish, if you, if, you, if you look deep enough, you'll find problems if you want to. Let's, you know what, I think they're more, they're, they saw what happened last year. They won 73-9 73 and they blew a 3-1 lead while Draymond Green got kicked, suspended for a game and that pretty much ended the series. It totally changed the dynamic of the team. But I think... Kerr's preparing them for the long haul. He wants them to get a title this year. We shall see. Let's give him time. And LeBron, they lost 124-122 at the they lost New Orleans last night. And LeBron at 26, triple-double, 26, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. Kyrie Irving has 49. Anthony Davis not playing, right? That should be a, a casualty. No, they've lost five of their last seven. Cavs are 30 and 13, New Orleans 18 and 27. Terrence Jones led New Orleans with 36 points, 11 rebounds. You should not be losing these games. And LeBron was said that, you know, he said we're too top heavy, lack of bodies. He said it's an F and grind of the regular season. He said we're top heavy as shit. He, you know, he said it's me, Irving, and, and Love. He says he's not singling out anybody. We need, we need an F and playmaker. I'm not saying you can just go find one. Like, can go outside and, and see trees. <laughs> I didn't say that. Now, he said he's going to be 33 this winter. No time to waste. It's been a shitty 2017 so far. Played heavy minutes this year. Then he clarified saying, uh, he goes, not mad or upset at management because Griff and staff have done a great job. I just feel we still need to improve in order to repeat if that's what we want to do. And I think that's what he wants to do. Right? It's always about. It's about repeating. And Cleveland, you know, once you win, you want another one. And the Thunder beat the Jazz last night, 97-95. Westbrook, 22nd triple-double. Hit the game-winning jumper with 1.4 seconds left. 38 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. He is now tied for fifth with Larry Bird on the triple-double list with 59. He scored 11 of the last 13 for OKC in the win. Oklahoma City is 26-19. And Utah is number one in the Northwest, 29 and 17. How about Utah playing some good ball? I like uh, Gordon Haywood. I do. Former Butler player. Yeah. I I am pretty, pretty. That's pretty good. Triple double. I mean, 22 in the season. That's out of control. So, so in 45 games, basically half the game, 45 games, 22 triple doubles. That's a hell of a season, right? And Blake Griffin, playing for the first time in 18 games, they are 10-8 and eight without him this season. I, UConn, okay, UConn women, I just, 
I had my phone open. I was checking out. 91-44 over Eastern Carolina. 94 straight. Now, you can listen to these quarter-by-quarter quarter scores. 28-9 in the first. They outscored them. No, that can't be. 28-9 first. 18-15 in the second. 28-6 in the third. And 19-14 in the fourth. Yeah, because that wasn't, yeah. 19 They had two quarters they held them under 10 points. 91-44. That is crazy. Now he's back. He's back. Clippers only up by a point in the third period right now, 86-85. And how's and I Blake Griffin. They said they were going to put, put his numbers down a little bit. They were going to let him play as much. He's got 22 minutes with three. So he's played 22 with 36 minutes, nine points, 11 rebounds, five assists. All right. And Joel Embiid is not playing tonight. Clippers are up by two with 14 seconds left in the third quarter. And LeBron, hey, you know what? He's got a point. Jared Smith's out. They are a little, depth is a little bit of a problem, and they are playing a lot of minutes right now, and they still have a lot more basketball. 43 games. They still have 39 left. A lot of basketball. He said, yeah, they got a lot of, a lot of basketball left to play. They're 2-5, and five, their last seven. LeBron's not happy at all. Now, this was interesting. You think about how good New England is and now give them two weeks to prepare for Atlanta. Well, Steelers linebacker Brad Dupree said the speed and position, Pats, he said the Pats made adjustments at the line was just too much for the Pitts defense to handle. I mean, when you read stuff like that, you know, that's what he said. The stuff they were doing, they just couldn't be. That's how prepared the team is. Now they're going to have two weeks to prepare for Atlanta? I don't know, man. I I would love to see them lose. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I just don't. And then Chris Hogan, 13 catches on 16 targets in two games, 270 yards, 275 yards, receiving yards. In two games, 275 receiving yards. He had, he had 680 for the season. He's having, he's having a hell of a postseason, Chris Hogan. 7-11, that's what I call him. Always open. Now, I thought this was interesting. Andrew Brandt of the MMQB Peter King site said, golf, baseball, tennis, basketball, athletes regular, regularly leave early. But football, they have the finger-wagging police. You know, I said, you got to call bullshit on that one. It's a much shorter career. If the guys can get out make money when they can, do it. I think it's ridiculous. And this, the new CBA, when, it, when they come up for the new CBA... This unused cap space, you know, benefiting players is not benefiting the players because the Jags the last two years have brought $40 million forward, which could go to players' salaries. And I feel like, I don't understand this unused cap. If the cap is $163 million, you should be spending the money that's in the cap. That's what the point of the cap is. It shouldn't be about saving money for next year. That's what the whole point, I feel it should be used. I feel like these owners are making billions on these television deals and when you have a cap, $163 million to spend a year, spend the money. Not carrying it over. What's the forty million carrying it over? Should be these guys play their hearts out there. These guys have debilitating injuries when they're finished playing. Give them the goddamn money. And you know, I think the Lake the Raiders could be going to Vegas because the NHL made it a little easier because now we have a hockey team in Vegas for next season. I think it could make an easier transition for the Raiders. The long the 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 Knights. I, that's that's what he called. That's what they're called. Are they aren't they called the the Knights? We shall see. 
Oh, he went to Black Knights, but he was a former West Point grad, the owner, and they wouldn't let him do it. So they are the Knights, the Las Vegas Knights. Something, yeah, something, yeah. And and they're and their uh, their their uh, emblem, their I'm blanking what I, the word I want to use. It looked like Magneto's helmet in X Men. That's what it looked like. And TV viewership for NFL fell nine percent from 17.9 last year to 16.5. Steepest drop off in the past ten years. Only the third down year for the NFL since 2007. Last year, 17.88 million highest average audience in a decade. But they said 2.3 million viewers returned to watch the NFL after Election Day. They also had the baseball playoffs. They said too many primetime games, too many commercials. Not good football. A lot of bad football. Thursday night football was terrible. We shall see. Hey, you know. Wow. Crazy. Now, I thought this was interesting. Dabo Swinney, the Clemson coach, said, if the Browns pass on Deshaun Watson as a number one pick, it's like passing. They said they're passing on Michael Jordan. That's what they're, he said they're passing on Michael Jordan if they don't take Deshaun Watson number one. That is some pretty high praise for his quarterback. All right, you're on the clock, Cleveland. We shall see. Hey, you didn't want to go to the, want to play, they didn't want to play in the senior bowl. Why didn't someone talk to him? But hey, you know, maybe what, maybe play for these coaches, show them what you have. I don't know what you have to hide. Uh, maybe saying, hey, you know, I showed everything in the championship game. Yeah, you did. But pro game's a little different, a little faster. Everybody's faster. College, you're playing it, guys. Not every guy's going to play in the pros. Things, hey, when Reggie Bush st- did stuff in college, it was amazing. Got to the pros, he wasn't doing the same stuff. Wasn't happening. That's when I was like, wow. Because in college, he was like Superman. And the pros, he got caught on plays that he never got caught in in college. It's a big, it's a different game, man. We shall see. You know, not every number one pick turns out to be the real deal. Look at Brady. Brady has four rings, seven Super Bowl. He wasn't a first-round pick, not even a number one pick. Still remembers all the guys picked before him. And I don't know, you know, Big Ben said this after the game. He said, missed opportunities. We didn't execute well enough. Whether plays weren't made by me or other guys, at times it felt like maybe it was too big for some of the young guys. He said you have to make every single play in a game like this, in a moment like this, hopefully, you know, learning game for the guys because they understand that nothing is promised. Tomorrow isn't promised. Just to make the playoffs isn't enough. I agree. Playoffs should never be enough. It shouldn't be, oh, we made the playoffs, we're happy. It should be, if you don't win it, then it's a failure of the season. I really do. For some, I think, hey, the Patriots, it's not about getting to the game, it's winning it. I, you know, I, I, I agree with that. And he said he's going to weigh retirement this offseason. I'm going to consider all options, do a lot of praying. Dude, I don't know why you're going to retire. Yeah, hey, who knows? Tony Romo, a Steeler? How about that go from the Cowboys to the Steelers? That'd be crazy, right? No, he's not retiring. I'd be shocked. And I like this for college basketball. Selection committee will reveal top 16 seeds in country the top four teams in each region of the NCAA tournament so that's that's cool they're going to re- the top top four in each region as they stand on February 11th full month ahead of selection Sunday and I think that's kind of cool you can see how teams are where your team stands Carolina is going to be a top four seed Kansas 18 game winning streak is trailing West Virginia by 11 with 314 left in the second half and Pitt Worst lost in 111 years. They lost by 93 to Westminster in 1906. They lost to Louisville tonight. 106-51, largest road win ever under Rick Pitino. 
And the Panthers' biggest conference loss, wow. Donovan Mitchell at a season high 29. 106-51 on the road. Pittsburgh is not that, is, is a team that's a better team than that, right? That's crazy. Wow. But I like this. I like Selection Sunday, top 16 seeds, because that's the best tournament. I think, I know people that they're not going to change the college football player from four teams. March Madness is the best tournament in the world. Hands down. It is. You know, I know some teams get bumped out at the end, but it's as, I mean, you got 64, actually 68 to start to get the four that have to play in. That tournament to me is rock'em, sock'em, fantastic every year. Every year. I love it. And I talked about Corey Davis. He opted out of the Senior Bowl. Ah, Rutgers lost, 67-55. Rutgers had won their first Big Ten game over Nebraska at home. Now, Maryland's a good team. Maryland's the top top five team. That's a but they hey six, they lost by they lost by twelve. All right, we got to give him a little bit. Now Corey Davis, I had heard that he wasn't going to play in the Senior Bowl. Well, he said he's out because of a shoulder injury. So you have to understand that. And Art Bryles, one AD says too much smoke to hire him, and two other schools pushed for him but didn't do it. You know what? The, the stuff that happened at Baylor, all that sexual the sexual charges against players and everything, sexual crimes, it you know the, the rape and hiding this stuff. He's He's going to have to lay low for a little while. Hey, look, Mel Gibson, Hacksaw Ridge, nominated for an Oscar. How long was he out of the picture? Just a couple years. I mean, hey, if he can do all the stuff, you know, he went ranting, whatever, all over the all over the TV. You just need a couple years. Everybody comes back. A-Rod came back. Was it George, George Foreman said that America, a country of eight chances or something like that? Yeah, that's what it is. Give some time. And I, UNC football? Open the season versus Cal, and they play Notre Dame at home October 7th. That's pretty cool. Maybe I'll go down for the game. And Michigan is the first public institution to pay three assistants a million a year. They just were able to get Pep Hamilton, who was at with the Browns in the NFL. They brought him as a passing coordinator. Four years, $4.25 million. There's also bumps next year that they get like a couple. A, each guy has a bump in salary, but they also, if they stay with the team, they get a bonus next year. Each one, six figure, right? Wait, over each one over a hundred hundred thousand to three hundred thousand. I was going to go through it, but I thought it was too boring. So he gets four years, four point two five million. Offensive coordinator Tim Drevno. He's been with Harbaugh as two years, and Don Brown, who had his first year with Harbaugh this past year. Both Brown and Drevno. Brown is the defensive coordinator at Michigan. Five years and a little over $10 million. I mean, these guys are making serious money, man. Three guys making over a million at Michigan. Hey, it's 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 winner or go home. And I read something about Coco Vandeweghe today. She is, she's having first Grand Slam. I read this by Howard, Howie Kasoy at the New York Post. Now, she won the 2008 U.S. Open Girls Singles title and turned pro. She's never been ranked in the top 25. She only once advanced to a Grand Slam quarterfinal at Wimbledon 2015. She hadn't been past the second round in 21 of the 24 majors. She lost in the first round last year at Australian at the U.S. Open. Now, she, her grandfather is Ernie, who played for the Knicks. Her grandmother and namesake, Colleen K. Hutchins, was Miss America. Her mother, Tona, was an Olympic swimmer. And Kiki Vandeweghe is a cousin 
pretty cool. And she's very, I watched a show my mom a clip today. She's slamming a, a racket, they're booing her, and she gives the bird to the crowd. Now she's playing Venus in the semis. This is, this is I, I've spoken about her in the past. She called Carmelo Anthony Soft. She she gets at it in in it into it with the ump sometimes. She's six and one against top ten players in the past year. They've only played once before. She lost in straight sets to Venus last spring. I'm curious what's gonna happen. I mean, Venus is the oldest since Martina at thirty seven, lost in the final Wimbledon in nineteen ninety four. She lost in three sets to Conchita Martinez, six four, three, six, six, three. And Stan Varinka, is he kind of a bully? Him and Joe Wilfried Sanga, they got exchange words in a changeover, and Sanga was uh, upset about the stare down. And earlier in the tournament, he hit a guy in the nuts, Varinka. Now he's the 2014 Aussie champ. He beat Sanga 7 6, 7 2 in the tiebreaker, 6 4, 6 3 in the first set. Hey, if you can't see in the heat, get out of the kitchen. That's what I always say. And he's going to play Roger Federer, 35, going for his 18th Grand Slam title, 13 Australian Open semifinal. They meet, the two Swedes meet each other. But hey, Coco Vandeweghe, I'll tell you, I'd like to see you do well, but we are guaranteed a woman in the finals. I, I, I always root for Serena. I want Serena to, uh, she tied Steffi. I wanted her to break Steffi's record. 22, she's going for a 23rd major. It's pretty cool. Got a little NHL. Now the Caps beat the Hurricanes last night, 6-1. Allowed the first goal, first time in 11 games, then six unanswered. Carolina, fourth straight loss, but this is it. The Caps are NHL best, 32-9-6, 44 goals the last eight games. Carolina fell to 21-19-7. and Caps point strength, 14 straight games with a point. How about that? They have great fans down there, man. I'll tell you, I went to a Nationals game. Highly, highly recommend. If you get a chance, go. And Formula One is now, was bought by Liberty Media for $4.4 billion. Chase Carey, who worked under Rupert Murdoch, and then he worked at DirecTV. He is going to try to Americanize the sport. He said he wants to make some changes, let people be in the more access, more j- just bring it up to date. He feels that Ecclestone kind of kept it in a little bit of a... It, it was great overseas, but everybody wants to crack the U.S. market. And and he went to Monte Carlo, Chase Carey, who's the v, v, vice chairman of 21st Century Fox. He's going to be the new chief executive. He said he went to Monte Carlo, and he said it was like a Super Bowl. They had a parade beforehand, and, and they have 21 races all over the world. They have a race in Texas. He wants to bring a race to New York. They should have a race in New York, man. It'd be awesome. Have a race to the streets. They'd really have to fix the streets, though. But that'd be kind of a cool race through this. Through, I think they want to do it in Jersey somewhere with the backdrop of New York. I'm all for it. I am all for it. And Clint Dempsey, medically cleared to return to practice with Seattle Sounders. He had a regular heartbeat. He actually missed the end of the season, including the Sounders winning the MLS Cup. He was on the field today with the team where they began, they began the preseason training for the 2017 season. He could play for the national team in the World Cup qualifiers versus Honduras and Panama at the end of March. Love to see him back. 33 years old. Get back. Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. 
That's what I say. Make it happen. Make it rain, Mr. Dempsey. Make it rain. Kansas 18-game win streak ended. They lost 85-69 at 18 West Virginia. Essa Ahmad had 27 to lead the Mountaineers. How about that? That means another change. Villanova number one. That means Carolina can move up. Kansas loses on the road. That's a tough place to play. Bobby Huggins, man. Love him with those sweatshirts on. Good stuff. All right, folks. It has been it has been delightful tonight. All right, we have last night's trivia question. How many catchers have been elected on the first ballot for the Baseball Hall of Fame? Only two, Johnny Bench and this year, Ivan Pudge Rodriguez. Okay, that's, and tonight's trivia question, there are five teams that are not represented at the Baseball Hall of Fame. Baseball Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame? What five teams are not represented at the Baseball Hall of Fame? What five teams are not represented at the Baseball Hall of Fame? All right, folks, I'm out of here. Have a good night. Peace out. I'll talk to you soon.